Hi, friends, and welcome to the Super Mom Society podcast. My name is Paulina, your host and your favorite Super Mom. Of course, I'm so excited to be here. And today is day 11 of our 31 days of podcasts. And I just wanted to take this episode and share with you how my journey to health and wellness began. So um, I've had many questions about how I've learned my information uh, and where I've gotten all my knowledge. And I thought it would just be such a fun topic to discuss. And by the way, if you didn't have a chance to check out all the other episodes, such good information, good protocols, recipes, ideas, and hacks on ways to live a simpler life as a mom. And of course, a healthier one as well. So let's begin. Okay, um, about 20 years ago, <laughs> I can't even believe it's been 20 years. It's been more than 20 years. So years and years before that, my grandmother, Rosa, Dr. Rosa Gershfeld, um, who passed away in December of 2020, she taught me so much about health and wellness. And I remember when she used to, when she first started to learn about health and wellness, the reason why was because she was very overweight and she was sick and tired of being sick and tired. So when she moved here, she's originally from Russia. When she moved here, she just um, actually had a neighbor who always saw her walking in the neighborhood with my grandfather and one day the neighbor stopped her and asked her why she's walking and she said I want to lose weight and get healthy and my grandmother moved here without any English so she the neighbor said so it sounded a little bit more like I want to I want to (laughs) I can't even do a Russian accent um and so the neighbor said, the walking's not going to help. Pretty much she said, you need to shut your mouth and stop eating all the crap that you're eating. And um, at the time, my grandmother was teaching at a high school. She was a high school teacher in Los Angeles County. So she decided to go back to school to become a doctor, a chiropractic doctor, And so she was in her 50s when she decided to go back to school to become a doctor. And while she was going to school, she met this other doctor, Dr. Richard Schultz, who now currently owns HerbDoc.com. And I reference a lot of his products, a lot of my videos and here as well. And she also met another doctor, Dr. David Topping. He's phenomenal. He actually still currently has a chiropractic practice in Orange County, California, which I visit when I go to California and I don't go to any other chiropractor. There's so many stories on that experience alone. But um, she started to practice yoga as she was going to chiropractic school. And um, she decided to change her eating lifestyle. And she became 
She went cold turkey and dropped everything and became a raw vegan. <laughs> a raw foodist. She just ate a lot of raw food for the first year. She dropped over 100 pounds practicing yoga and eating raw food. And it changed her life. She didn't actually stay as a raw food um, and for her eating lifestyle. She didn't stay eating just raw food. She's transitioned to being vegan. And it really made such a difference. As she was transitioning, I, I would say because she dropped everything cold turkey, she transitioned very quickly. But during the time that she was learning about how food affects the body and how detrimental it was to eat the foods that she had been eating, which were dairy and meat and sugar and gluten, she was teaching my family all of this. So we have a pretty close-knit family. We have a lot of extended relatives, but our immediate family, it's very interesting. My mom and her sister, my aunt, married my dad and his brother, my uncle. So two sisters from one family married two brothers from another family. So there were 13 of us for a very long time. It was uh, my mom and dad, my aunt and uncle, and then grandparents on both sides. So Dr. Rosa Gershfeld was my, uh, my father's mother. And then uh, my grandparents from my mother's side are still alive. And so it was eight of them, and then my mom had me and my brother, and my aunt and uncle had three kids, my three cousins. So for a very long time, I actually have a cousin that looks very similar to me. <laughs> I used to call her my twin cousin, and, um, and so we, we grew up very close together. When my grandmother went to school to become a chiropractor, she actually, as she was learning all this stuff about health, she would come to our house and she would try to teach all this stuff. And let me tell you something. I remember very distinctly one of my favorite memories. At the time, it wasn't my favorite memory, but one of my favorite memories was when my grandmother would come and she would get a trash bag and she would just go right to the fridge every single time she'd come to visit, which was like almost, I would say it was like more than once a week. <laughs> twice a week or three times a week and she would just get all of the dairy and the meat and the sugar and the gluten out of our fridge and she'd toss it in the trash. I learned that technique very well because I ended up doing the same thing to my ex-husband when we first got married. So I remember it was probably when I was around 15 or so that she started doing this and actually I used to love Fruit Loops and Swiss cheese and turkey like sandwiches <laughs> and uh, and so when I found out she was like on the days that I would find out she would be coming to visit my mom would quickly tell me hurry get the food from the refrigerator and hide it underneath your bed <laughs> and I'd get the fruit loops and the Swiss cheese and the Nutella that was like a regular daily and the Swiss cheese and the turkey and the baguette bread and I'd hide it under my bed. Look at me now. <laughs> so many years later, eating all kinds of healthy foods, and I would never eat that stuff again. So for a couple of years, actually, no, it was probably like, I just remember doing that for about six months or so. And then I learned, <laughs> I think I was like the only 
grandchild that um, maybe, no, maybe my cousin as well, my cousin Nathan, who ended up becoming a chiropractor doctor as well. Um, and he owned a fasting clinic for a while. So I was the only one that, um, at the time I was just like really intrigued and interested. And so I quit eating dairy. That was the first thing. I think I actually, I quit eating meat first. That was the first thing for me that I got rid of. And I immediately felt so much better. So I had such chronic stomach problems, stomach issues, digestive problems. I had all kinds of difficulties sleeping from pain in my stomach. I had a lot of anxiety and stress. I had all these fears about being sick. And I had this phobia about throwing up and panic attacks. And so I remember that I learned like between the ages of 15 to 18, I learned so much about how food is so correlated with sleep issues, digestive problems. I had no idea. So I actually grew up, I didn't grow up vegan or vegetarian. I grew up actually eating meat and dairy and lots of round table pizzas with pepperoni, my favorite with Coca-Cola. And watch my dad. Actually, I wouldn't watch him, but my dad would kill chickens in our backyard. We lived for a little while on a farm, beautiful, really beautiful farm in La Habra Heights in California. And so those that I remember I um, started to go to yoga at my grandmother's yoga student studio consistently when I was around that same age, getting rid of meat. So I stopped eating meat and then I would just eat salads after school it was it took some getting used to. I was so used to eating turkey and Swiss cheese sandwiches on baguette bread. So, I did that transition and I just noticed a huge difference in my health. And then finally I got rid of dairy. But it was difficult for me cuz I loved cheese so much, like I would just crave it. But it was just a process, so I eliminated it. So I didn't have it at the house. We didn't eat it. And then even when I got married, I I was 18 at the time. I also did not have any dairy, wasn't eating dairy or meat. I actually remember going on a trip in high school to Paris for the high school trip. I must have been in 10th grade or so, maybe 11th. And I couldn't eat anything <laughs> because I wasn't eating meat and I didn't eat dairy and all I could eat was their croissants. <laughs> croissant and the bread (laughs) um and that was I remember being so frustrated and just constantly hungry because I was just asking for salads which they didn't have and I just remember all the waiters and waitresses smelling so bad like they really needed deodorant (laughs) but uh but yeah I was just eating bread at the time and I didn't eat the meat or the dairy so that was really challenging but as I transitioned to not eating dairy, I had moments where I was would crave pizza from a round table so bad. And sometimes I would sneak it. <laughs> I would go to round table pizza by myself. Well, at that moment, I can tell you when I got married, a big part of my of me getting married was freedom for me. At the time, I thought freedom meant, you know, being able to do whatever I wanted. And actually, I thought, oh, moving from my parents' house to my husband's house, that will create so much freedom. But it didn't. 
<laughs> it was not freedom. Freedom is a state of mind. It's experience of, of expressing your emotions and being able to communicate your needs and your wants and also to be able to receive that. So I, I couldn't experience that freedom in my marriage, but I did after I got divorced. Now I understand. Why don't we teach these to our kids? Now we get to teach them to our kids. So I felt like food was a way that I can experience freedom. And when I was married, the first couple of years before I just stopped eating dairy completely, I would go to eat secretly round table pizza. I'd get a personal pizza. I didn't eat any pepperoni on it anymore, but I'd eat the cheese pizza and it was so delicious. But I remember, <laughs> I remember so clearly being so sick after that, just not feeling good. And then eventually I just decided it wasn't worth it. I just became so attuned and aware of everything that was happening in my body when I was eating those foods that I transitioned to not eating them. It wasn't even worth it. So that was how I started to eat healthy. And then even back when I was really young, I remember when my grandmother first went to school to be a chiropractor, I was still young. So it was like a long span of time. Oh gosh, I can't even remember exact dates, but I just remember going to her chiropractic office when I was really young. It's probably like 10 because I could already read by now. And she had these big books, like these big medical books on all these health conditions, ailments and conditions. And I would sit and read about it and look at all these pictures of gross (laughs) conditions people would have. And I was just so intrigued by it, wanting to help people get healthy. So, and then the the drive for this, for me, has always been to help my own personal health journey. And this is also partly why I started, I decided to go back to school because I know that there's so many more natural alternative ways to heal our body that is still and so unfamiliar with. And I'm just so grateful for this opportunity to learn and then to be able to share it. I'm still currently taking a physics class that is very, has been very challenging for me, but I'm thoroughly enjoying it. And I'm very grateful for the opportunity to learn. So this is kind of how my journey started. And then um, when I when I was in college, I actually really wanted to be a fashion designer. That was a longtime dream, dream of mine. So I wanted to go to fashion school, but when I got married, I decided to stay in California and I was accepted into Cal State Fullerton where I got my business degree in marketing. And at the time, I had was working in the fashion industry still because I thought that was the direction of where I was going to be going with my career. And then um, after I realized that that was in, well, not the industry I wanted to go into, that's when I started to teach yoga because I had been studying yoga for, for many years prior to that and not necessarily studying it, just practicing and mostly goofing off. And I was very naturally flexible, so it came very easy to me. But all that to say that it was a transition for me. I remember the struggles I went through and I remember all of the moments where I just became aware, closer and closer to every step I feel, you know, even if we step forward and then we have a few steps back, I feel like there's some clarity there, understanding of our body, understanding of how our body responds to certain foods, 
understanding how we can live our healthiest life. And that felt really good. I, it was no longer a denial of eating the foods that I wanted to eat. It was not even wanting to make that choice to eat those foods because my choice was always choosing my healthier self. So here I am, 20 plus years later, eating super healthy, attributing my looks, my skin conditions, my sleep habits, my vibrant energy, my excitement for life, and my healthy habits to my grandmother, Dr. Rosa Gershfeld, and she has made an impact in a a very profound imprint in my life. And of course, my parents, because they also followed along with a lot of her same health recommendations. And even though she's not with us here, I think about her on a regular basis. And I um, am so grateful for the opportunity to have been able to pass down the information that she has taught me. And I used to call her in the middle of the night (laughs) if my kids were sick. Before I learned about essential oils, if my kids were sick, they needed something, you know, or if I had a question about health issues, I'd call her and she'd tell me what to do. And then it was so sweet towards the end of her life. She would call me (laughs) and ask me what essential oils to use for what issues. And that meant the world to me. And I'm going to end here before I start shedding some tears on my experience with her. Thank you for listening. This is another episode of Supermom Society. And this is Polina, your host and your favorite supermom. I'm here to to remind you that whatever you're doing, you are great just the way you are. And just a little step forward is one, just one thing, one daily healthy habit. You can change, you can adjust, you can improve your quality of life. That's all it takes. And just listening to this podcast is already one step forward. Have an incredible rest of your day and remember to always stay just as amazing as you are.